You're listening to Podcateers. Welcome to episode 370 of Podcateers. This week we celebrate Dole Whip Day. Kinda. Did you know that Disneyland cast members have rubber ducky races? And Airbnb is dressed up to look like one of our favorite attractions. Mel and Andrew tell us about their experience trying to get tickets for Oogie Boogie Bash. Plus, Disneyland celebrates its 66th birthday. And to celebrate, we finally had a chance to visit the park again. I'll tell you about that experience. Remember that if you want to join the conversation, you can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Just search for Podcateers. But we'd love for you to join our growing community over on Discord. If you're not a part of the Discord server, you can head over to Podcateers.com or the blog post for this episode at Podcateers.com slash 370 for an invite. Just click on it. It'll launch Discord. You'll be in in no time. Before we kick off the episode, I'd like to take a moment to thank a very special group of people known as the FGP Squad, our podcast fairy godparents, because it's their support via Patreon that helped make these episodes of Podcateers possible. As part of the FGP Squad family, you get some additional perks like exclusive discount codes for Podcateers gear, additional content like the Podcateers After Show, and access to our monthly happy hour calls. For more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, we invite you to check out podcateers.com slash FGP. And as always, a super special thank you goes out to the FGP Squad for their continued support. So that's it. It's time to get this episode going. So here we go. Happy birthday, Disneyland. Here is episode 370 of Podcateers. Hey, y'all. Hey, hey, hey. Was that a jump scare? I mean, was it similar to the jump scare that may have gotten almost everyone watching Loki? Because we're going to talk about that later. I mean, depends on how much we get through in, in the regular show. But I know that we talked about talking about Black Widow in the after show for sure. But we got to talk about Loki as well. Uh, I, I know we committed yes. to talking about one of them. My brain ain't so good sometimes, but I know we're going to talk about them. So more yeah. on that later. <laughs> the thoughts will be out. Yeah. Uh, whether or not they'll make sense is a different story, but that's for you to decide. <laughs> it's been a whole, like, how long? A week? Are we, we're a week out? Two weeks out? I don't even remember. And it's a week and a half, I guess, since we're recording. And I'm already forgetting things, but... I will remember them, I'm sure, when we start talking about them. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to hearing all of the Animal Avengers that you can No, the, the villains. The oh, villains, the villains. The that's right. The that's villains. Right. Villains. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, some of those were fun. And you had a couple when we last recorded. So I had a couple. Now I have, uh, I think, 13. So, oh, yeah, coming up wow. in the after show. That's wow. insane. Yeah. yeah. That's insane. Wow. Wow. Oh, hey. gosh. It wow. Didn't wow. It didn't happen. Hey. Didn't happen in the whole series. No wows. We're just filling How in. dare they? <laughs> <sighs> so, so sad I need a Dole Whip. Hey, it's Dole Whip Day today. <laughs> it's, yes. a, it's a Dole Whip birthday today, too. We tried to celebrate... As many of you know, this weekend, uh, I, I made my return to Disneyland, and I'll be talking about that later. Uh, I did have an opportunity to go to the Tropical Hideaway and get a little whip there because we wanted the plastic little boats that they had that were Ooh, supposed yeah, to cool carry looking. 
the entire dessert, but they did everyone a favor and they put them on a plate instead because <laughs> it opens up kind of awkwardly. It's like hinged on one side, and I can't imagine wanting to wash that out uh, in a sink in the bathroom anywhere. So I'm yeah. glad that they just kind of give you another receptacle. Uh, I'll be talking about some other stuff that I ended up getting later in the episode. But, yeah, happy Dole Whip Day. We ordered from a local Froyo place. And my intention was to, you know, get the picture for the gram and everything. <laughs> and I got it. And I instantly began to eat it, completely forgetting that it was meant for a photo. Uh, hashtag influencer. But it was delicious. I get that content. Right? It was delicious. I got the Dole Whip flavor Froyo uh, with some uh, coconut shavings on top, which is Ooh, how I like fancy. to get my Froyo. And uh, it was quite delish. Nice. I'm glad I got it. Did you guys celebrate Dole Whip Day as well? Celebrating right now. Woo! Yeah, I just <laughs> found out about it uh, five minutes ago. So uh, maybe after this, maybe I have a pineapple candy at home. I don't know. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Or I got I got some Otter Pops. Is that one of those pineapple? Ooh. I don't know. We'll have to full figure something out. Dude, I like Otter Pops. I haven't had them in a I long do. time. I do. I, I, yeah, I bought a box of 100. So nice. 100. Oh. Yeah, nice. 100. So I got to finish those off. But there, there's a lot of them. That is awesome. You know what I ended up getting uh, after uh, your your segment in the last after show? I went uh-huh. out and got some of those Snicker brownie things. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I ordered uh, from Target. You know, Target has home delivery, just mm-hmm. like many other places do. And I figured, you know what? Let's let's place this order. But you know what the danger about placing orders at 3 a.m. is? Is that sometimes you just don't know how much you're ordering till it already <laughs> got ordered. And then yeah. you go to your door and you're like, thanks. And then they're like, no, you're welcome. And they're like walking back to their car. And you look down and there's like four bags, four bags. <laughs> and then you like open one of those bags and there's four bags of Snickers in just one of those four bags. <laughs> and then you're afraid to look in all of the other ones. And you just kind of pick them up and put them inside and then, you know, wait till your wife realizes what you did. So uh, I don't oh, think boy. she has because they're all in the fridge. Uh, at some point, they will be enjoyed. But yeah, I had to taste it. After the glowing review that you gave it, and after seeing so much about it on the Discord server, I thought, you know what? I got to pull the trigger on this one. I got to do it. Did you try one? Not Have yet. you tried any yet? Okay. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. So no no review, no official review yet. <laughs> no, no. I It was too early. I hadn't had breakfast when we got them. And then, oh, okay. believe it or not, I kind of forgot that i had them after that <laughs> so, if i was closer i'd come help you out with with getting rid of them but it's a i think a seven hour drive is a little far to get some candy i'm about ready to buy some dry ice and just ship you a whole bunch of bags dude because i don't think i can get through i mean look honestly yes i can get through that many should i get through that many absolutely not save but, it for halloween They'll still I don't, be good, right? I don't think they'll last till Halloween, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that's, you know what? You'll have to just suffer and, and eat them all, I uh, think. I guess. I guess it's technically for science. I could smash a whole bunch of them together to build up the Choco Smash Bar and then... Yeah, make a big, know. big, big one. 
a quantum-sized Choco Smash. Ah, oh, now you're talking. All right, you know, you well. Get, get a little magic bullet going and get some ice cream and put some of those in there, blend it up, make one of those fancy downtown Disney milkshakes, put a cookie on top or a slice of cake or whatever they do. Have you guys had any of the milkshakes from Blacktop? No. no not yet. Oh, we, I always see them. Oh. I had one similar at, uh, we went to, the second time I went to a Disney World, we also went to Universal, so we went to um, Toothsums, and they have the big crazy shakes there. So nice. we had we had those there. Um, good, very sweet. I can That's imagine what I'm it's of. just a giant <laughs> cup of sugar. Yeah, with a mm-hmm. piece of cake on top. Nice. That's the only <laughs> way to do it. Yeah. I mean, if they want to add some savory, pop a couple chicken wings on there, pop a half a burger or something. And that's a a Bloody Mary. I don't know what we're going on here. (laughs) I don't know. They just got to get creative. I think that if they offer. You serve it on a basket of French fries. Bacon. Wow. That is. Look, look, I, (laughs) I know you said that as a joke, but if you take a frosty from Wendy's and some of their fries and you dip the fries into their frosty and no, eat them. No, it's good. I it's know. True. That's what, I, I tried <laughs> it and it was delightful. So if Black Tap happens to create like an ice cream boat sort of thing with French fries at the bottom, come on now. It's like, a like a, you know, you get the salsa with the chips all around. You put the milkshake in the middle, then the french fries all around. Oh. Black you know, tap. Yeah. Presentation. What can say except <laughs> you're welcome? <laughs> Watch, in two weeks, we're going to see it at Black Tap. They're going to be like, this, right? the french fry shake. We've yeah. been working on for six months now. <laughs> Great minds think alike. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, total pivot. Uh, since I, I went back to the park, I saw a video of something that I feel like I just want to be a part of at some point in my life, uh, even though it's really open for cast members. And that is the rubber ducky race that happens at It's a Small World. Did you guys know about this thing? No. Yeah. I heard about it a couple years ago and then forgot about it and was remembered, remembered, reminded <laughs> of it. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you get remembered of stuff? Yeah, That's all the happened. time. Yeah. yeah. You remember, I remember, you remember. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, anyway, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool because they had a bunch of these ducks that cast members just decorated however they wanted. They dressed them up as Disney characters, Marvel characters. They dressed them up however they wanted. And then they just plopped a whole bunch of them into the flowing water of It's a Small World. And they just waited. They just waited to see what ducks made it to the other side. And (laughs) they had their first, second, and third place. I don't know what the cast members win outside of bragging rights. Uh, If you had to decorate a rubber duck for one of these races, or let's say that we had our own rubber duck race, which character or how would you decorate your rubber duck? Mel, let's start with you. Oh, it would look like um, Floating Dragon, Maleficent Dragon. Oh, that's good. And I would add, like, something with fire or something. Oh, I would totally do that. (laughs) Nice. Andrew, what about you? Uh, It's got to be a solid duck for sure. He's got to have the little sign, (laughs) the little take heed sign. Nice. Little hat, little tie, maybe a little Mara painted on the back or something. But, yeah, solid duck for sure. Uh, Larry, what about you? 
just straight creepy Howard the Duck. Just <laughs> oh, that's a great white. choice. You win. Was it like the older Howard the Duck? I think he had like a plaid look, maybe. I'm not it sure. It's like a tweed Tw- suit tweed with suit. like a, yeah, or something. Yeah. <laughs> creepy. Dude. Just put him in the water. <laughs> that would be an awesome duck, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that takes some time, but hopefully it, it would translate. Since, since Hazen posed the question, I'm sure he's been contemplating this already. What would yours be? I actually have. So I mm-hmm. would want him to look like Gizmo Duck. And the reason ah. I would do that is because I would add a little propeller and an engine underneath him so that he could like fall <laughs> like duck butt, right? And right. he would get across the water a lot faster. But who could say anything? Because it's Gizmo Duck. Like it's part of the tech. That's Gizmo, part of the suit. Gizmo Duck. So that thing is cool. Not is it? Is. Is cool. No, it's Gizmo Duck. <laughs> hey, it so works. I don't know if that's allowed, but you know, I'd do it. Cool. Now it's back in style. The shield sunglass look. I mean, that's like totally oh, yeah. in right now, the '90s trend. But anyway, <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna start looking for a duck with those sunglasses on. I gotta do this. Gotta make me a little gizmo rubber ducky. <laughs> Unless one already exists, and I just have to add a little motor to it. I think that would be good. You never know what's on Etsy. There's you can find almost anything that's on that one. Right? <laughs> <That's a good laughs> You're point. right. You are absolutely right. So uh, I heard that actually somebody from the FGP squad, Bill, sent me a message that there was uh, uh, (laughs) this really cool Airbnb located in Fullerton. And I know this is a hard pivot from It's a Small World and Rubber Ducks, but uh, (laughs) it's just awesome. I've been thinking about this place ever since he sent me the message a couple of days ago. Uh, It is an Airbnb dressed up to look like the Haunted Mansion. Here's the description from the Airbnb site. It says, Leave the world of the living behind and cross over, at least for a few nights, to this ghoulishly delightful haunted mansion, inspired and frightfully immersive retreat. You and your loved ones will encounter a plethora of HM replicas, ghostly illusions, and sights and sounds that will make you feel that you are truly spending the night in Disney's haunted mansion. Make final arrangements now. We've been dying to have you. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Thank you. The photos look absolutely amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I am care, drooling. <laughs> yeah, the care that has been taken to decorate these rooms, the hallway. Oh, oh. the dining room. Yes. Oh, they have the busts, the, the moving busts, the everything. Yeah. I don't know how to describe this other than pure joy. I think it costs <laughs> around $550 a night to stay there. I'm wondering if we could just go and get a tour of the place. Right? Well, you know, it's a, up to eight people, so we each split it. You know, we got four of us plus all our, our uh, significant others. We'll split it up eight ways. Mm-hmm. You know what? We'll go for a night, hang out, take a bunch of pictures. And put it on the, you know, that's uh, for work. Yeah. <laughs> and talk about the podcast that's for work. Yeah, that's it's a true. work expense. Do we have a department that could expense that for us yet? Uh, yeah. Let me uh, ask them. Hold on a second. Charges All right. Let me, know, let me know what they yeah. say. <laughs> I didn't pick. 
They didn't pick up. Oh, man. Well, <laughs> let me know. Keep me in the loop. Let me know how it okay. goes, and then we'll figure it out from there. <laughs> we'll, talk to, we'll talk to Sherry over in accounting and see if, <laughs> see if her and Justin over in the finance department can get this all figured out for us before we like make the leap and do it all. But I think they'll be able to do it. I've talked to Sherry in accounting before, and she's always asking for paperwork, and she's always As asking. Him. <laughs> she reminds me of somebody that I've talked to before and heard of, but I don't know. Always asking for paperwork. She always. She sounds yeah. like she's always watching you too. Something. Yeah. I wanna. Yeah. It, it feels like she is. <laughs> it feels like she's really gotta quit smoking. That's a uh, real bad. <laughs> oh, is that why she sounds like that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. This house, man. Uh, I have to commend the owners because it's not just the rooms. I mean, even outside, they've done a really good job mm-hmm. of adding just elements. Like they have um, the metal railing around their front door that looks like the one that surrounds the mansion. They've created a little pet cemetery around their front yard and around the backyard with a bunch of little tombstones of frogs and rabbits and dogs and all sorts of stuff. It is an absolutely amazing experience. I'm not kidding when I say that even if we can't stay there, I'm wondering if the owner would be willing to just let us go in and take some photos or kind of vlog about it or something like that. So, yeah, maybe we could have them on the show. Yeah. Oh, hey, you out there? Are cool. you listening, owner of this house? Yeah. Come on the show. Give us a tour. Tell us how long it took to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the yeah. real work right wow. there, I think. And more importantly, how did they go about getting like all of these props? Like, did oh, they yeah. used to work for Disney? Did they make them? Did they, you know, get somebody to make them for him? Because a lot of these replica, like the door frames and just, it looks so good. It really looks mm-hmm. like there was like a rummage sale at the Haunted Mansion. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, oh, take that, 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 and that. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the, um, it reminds me of the, uh, the Haunted Mansion bathroom account on Instagram. Does anybody follow that? No, no. There's a guy making a yeah. There's a guy making a haunted mansion bathroom, and he's uh, making his own. He's chose the process and everything of making the the door frames and the molds for all the wood carving type things and everything. It's fantastic and finding like the replica like style chandeliers and all this stuff. Check out the I believe it's just like HM Bathroom or Haunted Mansion Bathroom on Instagram. It's a really cool account. Oh, I'm gonna go okay. check that out. Yeah, that sounds cool. That is awesome. All right. I wrote that down. Uh, Cool. So I guess we'll figure out a little bit more about this Haunted Mansion uh, Airbnb. And hopefully maybe we can get the owner on. Maybe we can get a tour. I don't know. But we'll figure it out. And then, you know, we'll we'll let you know what happens later on. So Mel, speaking of spooky things, I heard that you and maybe Andrew were trying to get tickets for oogie boogie bash yeah how did that go where to begin well actually i don't know how long it took you andrew Mm -hmm. but tell your story first and i'll i'll (laughs) i'll I'll tell mine after (laughs) all right so you know like any disney fan you're gonna stand by your computer and you're gonna you know refresh you're gonna hit that website and you're gonna wait right all right so we're waiting and nine o'clock on the dot. Actually, I got in at 9.05 and I'm like, all right, it says I'm in line. Cool. 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 Keep waiting an hour, 
two hours. I got to run to the restroom. Run. <laughs> Come back. You're still in line. All right. Cool, cool. And I actually got to talk to Heather. FGP um, Heather was telling us on Discord that she was also waiting as well. And I believe Adriana too. And so we're just chatting, just trying to figure out, okay, did you get tickets? Are you close? You know, at this point, it was like mm, four hours in. And I was kind of like at the point where, should I refresh? What do I do? Okay, I've stayed in line before. I didn't get anything. I've heard other people would refresh for other things. Maybe I should. I was almost like so close to saying, nah, not going to do it. And I'm like, no, wait it out. Here comes lunch. Run. Go make a, <laughs> a protein shake. <laughs> Come back and stay on my computer. And we're just like holding on and just asking everybody, what are you guys doing? Are you guys okay? You know, just trying to see what's going on. And you know how we've learned that there's a ticket system. But nobody knew how many of us are going through or how this was happening. So here comes six hour mark. And this is three o'clock. And um, suddenly I hear Adriana gets tickets. And I'm like, that's awesome. That is awesome. You know, because that's the one thing you want to hear is good news like that. And I'm like, okay, hang in there. Hang in there. 30, I want to say 30 minutes later, I hear that Heather gets tickets. And I'm like, you go, girl. You know, that's awesome. I'm waiting about another maybe 20 minutes. I don't remember. 20 or 30 minutes. I finally see that I have a time limit of 56 minutes. That's something. <laughs> it is exactly. <laughs> exactly. And um, that's when we've got the first. Um, I want to say that was around the first no, it was 12. 12 o'clock, they were saying there was too many people, you know, so many people, it's a big wait, just FYI. And at three, they were saying um, another message where it was kind of like, if you're in line right now, you are going to wait. This isn't going to be just an hour. It's going to be more. Like, they were laying down the truth. And I'm like, okay, hold on there. And then slowly, I see my time limit go from, 52, 33, 13. And I'm like, screenshot. I don't care. <laughs> this is exciting, whatever. <laughs> and then um, I get to two minutes. And at the same time, I'm texting Jill. Because if anything, I was telling her, we're going. You know, we're going to go no matter what. One of us is going to get tickets. And we were both nervous. <laughs> so... Here comes my chance, and I see the bar, and all of a sudden, I'm like, my screen is blank. What's going on? So I click on this the, um, the browser, press enter. It gives me a screen, and then poof, I could order everything. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Put my information. Get the date I want. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Then, oh, then. Neither of my cards wanted to go in. No, no. Twice. Twice. And I'm like, Jill, Jill, this isn't working. I only have this much this much time, you know, because they only give you 10 minutes to oh. buy your tickets and you're kicked out. 
you know, it's, that's all it is. And they tell you the moment you get on in line. So Jill saved us <laughs> and we ended up getting the tickets. It took three tries and we're going. So just imagine having to like, you know, you see the, the screen, you don't want it to change or anything. So I like literally, I'm only like one, two, three, maybe 10 feet from my restroom. I ran. I didn't care. Uh -huh. <laughs> nice. But yeah, so it seemed like, it seemed like all of us were getting tickets about 30 minutes apart. And we all waited around the same time. So again, I don't know um, how many were sold per hour. I have no clue, but... It was awesome to hear that, hey, those who went for it got their tickets. So that was really cool. That's cool. Andrew, how was your experience? Uh, yeah, so we uh, uh, did not uh, order our tickets on the opening day. We did, I think, two days later, logged in, picked our date, paid, and then got the tickets nice really that, that, <laughs> that's why i've been hearing yeah a, a minute and a half it was like right. nothing at all um yeah it was not a problem the calendar i think like halloween was sold out and the 30th was sold out and i think one of the other saturdays was sold out the day we did it but everything else was open so they must have been having some real like website issues if you know they had it seems like they have a good amount of tickets left if uh, only a few days were sold out at the time. Yeah. Um, so they must have been having a lot of issues. Because you, how long t in total did you wait, Melissa? Was it like six hours or something? Six hours and 40 minutes. Wow. Yeah. I was yeah. two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, totally different experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I did see people posting uh, on Twitter and Instagram that – they were having difficulty, and I guess somebody reported that there was some kind of glitch that was going on with people trying to check out. And so maybe the credit card thing wasn't your fault, Melissa. I think uh, it was just the glitch that wasn't allowing it to go through. So, uh, I mean, I don't know. It's bad that you had to wait that long, but I'm happy fun. that you got your <laughs> tickets. Uh, right. I mean, the excitement <laughs> running back and forth between you know, different things that you were doing throughout the day, I think, you know, kept you on your toes. But, hey, you got your tickets, right? Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing uh, about your trip and hearing what the experience is like. Uh, I know a lot of people enjoy Oogie Boogie Bash a lot more than Mickey's Halloween Party. And uh, I know that there was a bunch of stuff going on in Florida regarding tickets to to their version of the Halloween party uh, because of the hours and how many people were allowed and all sorts of stuff. But uh, I'm glad that you're going here. I know it's been a, a long time. I, yeah, I'll talk about more about whether or not I, I'm going to go to Oogie Boogie Bash. But uh, yeah, uh, glad that you guys are, are, are doing it. It'll be fun. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. I'm excited to see, what the next few months, what happens in the next few months in the parks and everything leading up to um, when the party is. Because we're going in September. So we'll be mm. way ahead of, I think we're probably going like almost a month before Melissa's going. Yeah. We're going pretty early in September just with how our schedule's lined up. Um, and those were the cheaper ones too, September ones. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, 
But yeah, so it's gonna be fun. What were the? Mm -hmm. Do you know how much they were for the thirty first? They were the highest price. I think that was what one sixty. Sounds about right. Or another. I think the lowest was like one. Yeah, one fourteen was the low. One sixty nine is the high. Yeah. And there was like four tiers. I think we were on the second tier, which is like one twenty something. We were going on a a Sunday in September. Nice. Nice. and we're thinking of, we're we're still contemplating if we're going to get tickets for the park. We might take advantage of that, um, the California residents discount, the deal that's going on. Um, even even if we went for two days instead of three, it's still cheaper than getting two day tickets. Yeah, yeah, um, it works out like or that. T- yeah, especially if you're coming so, from a distance. Well, yeah. yeah, and it's I mean, and they those run out September thirtieth mm-hmm. is when those that deal ends um so we'll have plenty of time to use them for our trip so something we're contemplating so maybe some more uh uh theme park stuff coming up no more disneyland stuff in september who knows we'll see right on well i mean (laughs) it'll be i'll give you some of my stuff to film because over the weekend uh i decided i mean you guys know whenever i would go to the park i had way too much stuff with me because I yeah. could never decide if I wanted to photograph, if I wanted to video, if I wanted to this, if I wanted to that. And uh, over the last year, believe it or not, I've actually been selling off a lot of my gear. And uh, I got to the point where I wanted to try to minimize the amount of stuff that I had. Maybe just have smaller versions of, of some of the things that I used. Uh, one of the things that I replaced is I got one of the DJI... Uh, Osmo, the OM4s for my phone, and this is to replace a much larger gimbal that I used to carry around with me. Uh, I got a couple of uh, wireless microphones that you can, you know, clip onto your lapel and everything because I I didn't know what I wanted to do or how I wanted to approach the park because I know me. I'm neurotic about that stuff. Um, so I guess we're going to talk about my park trip now. So okay. uh, <laughs> before we sure. do that, I want to let you know that this episode of Podcateers is brought to you by a fantastic group of folks known as the FGP Squad, or FGP. as we call them, our podcast, Fairy Godparents. If you want more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, you can head over to podcateers.com slash FGP for more information. There you will find a link to our Patreon and uh, being a part of the FGP squad uh, gets you access to our monthly happy hour calls, additional content, the Podcateers after show on Patreon, discounts on Podcateers gear, all sorts of stuff. There's a special section in the Discord server as well for FGP squad members. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out on uh, Twitter, Instagram, or on Facebook. We'll be happy to answer any questions. And, of course, to all of the members of the FGP squad, we just want to send a huge thank you for your continued support. Thank you. Uh, so, my Disneyland trip. Uh, I have to say, I don't know where to start. There's so like, there's so much I want to say, and there's so many mixed emotions. And, uh, you know, I, I try to approach it the way that you all pitched it to me. I know that when Larry first went, you know, a couple months ago, or last month, rather, was it two months now? Did you go in May or, or June? It was the June, beginning right? of June. Where right. it was right. beginning of June, yeah. I know that when you first talked about it, you said, "Don't take any pictures. Don't you know? Just try to soak it in." And again, 
I, I totally wanted to do that again, but I'm so neurotic about taking photos and videos that I didn't know how I was going to handle that. I almost forced myself not to take any gear. And then I went out and got a DJI Osmo thing for my phone. So <laughs> that didn't work out, obviously. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you know, the, going back to the park is something that I've been looking forward to for an extremely long amount of time. And, you know, we've had conversations off of the podcast about how I've been trying to be a little extra cautious about, you know, how I protect myself and everything, because just health wise, I haven't been great over the last couple of years. So I was definitely taking, you know, the extra precautions and everything. And I thought, well, from the time that, you know, we're at home, I'm going to try to take better care of myself. I did all sorts of stuff. I stopped drinking, you know, alcohol about a year ago to try to help out with some of the issues that I had. Uh, I was trying to cut back on sweets. Obviously, Target says, <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> but, you know, I've been trying to take steps to try to better myself and to try to get to a point where I felt uh, secure enough in my own health that if when we went back to the park that I would just be like, good to go, you know, because I've been uh, a huge advocate for the vaccine. I believe in the science. I think it works. Uh, and I think that the only other hurdle when it comes to the vaccine is making sure that our kids are able to get it. And at that point, I think, you know, I can rest a little easier going out and 100%. being a little more open. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So uh, with that said, going back to the park, I think, was uh, it, it was truly a really mixed bag of emotions for me because on the way there uh, and even the days leading up to it, you know, I've never been the type of person that had like anxiety attacks or anything like that. But I have to admit that there were moments where I would read stories of people that were vaccinated catching the Delta variant or things going wrong or the, the crowds were just too big. And I would have little anxiety attacks. And it was a strange feeling for me because, like like I said, I've, I haven't really been that type of person. I've never experienced that before until the pandemic. You know, so it was a totally new experience. Yeah. And at first, I didn't really understand it. I, I didn't know what I was feeling exactly because it was a new experience for me. And it started really like mid to late last year. And I think a lot of it also had to do with a lot of things that went on and losing family and friends and all sorts of stuff in the last two years that just, I think, compounded on me as a person. And it just kind of all came you know, bursting out at, at one point. Uh, but when my wife told me uh, when the park reopened and, you know, Larry went and then you guys planned to go, uh, I told my wife, you know what? I, I feel like I, we got to go back to the park. Like I like I miss the park. Like I need that dose of happy. I realized that Disneyland, this is going to sound bad to some people and it's going to sound very familiar to others, but I realized that Disneyland definitely, I know I've said this before, but uh, a lot of us do use Disneyland as a happy place, either to escape from the real world or to supplement what we have in the real world to give us that dopamine hit, right? To make us happy and mm -hmm. to make us feel like there's a little more magic than sometimes there is in regular life. 
the good thing is that it was always there prior to the pandemic. The bad thing is that for me personally, I realized that I feel like I have some unresolved issues that I have to get help for <laughs> because I was like, why do I need to rely on Disneyland so much? Right. I shouldn't put it on the same level as what made me sad should equal happy. Like it should just be a happy place for me. And that's what mm -hmm. it was until I made the correlation. So leading up to our trip, uh, I, I kept having moments where I didn't know if I was going to go the day of like I, I was ready to just say, take one of our friends with you. I don't know if I'm going to be able to go call Mel and see if she wants to go with you that day. And after talking to my wife, she convinced me, let's go. You're going to be OK. You know, you're very good at protecting yourself. Just go and you know, wrap yourself up like a mummy if you have to, but you do what you do in order to feel safe. And that's kind of what I did, right? I mean, I, I basically, my face looked like the damn winter soldier all day, which was <laughs> difficult because it was hot, dude. It was yeah. blazing. So wearing all black, like I do, uh, on a super hot day, wearing what was essentially the equivalent of seven layers of mask on my face. But yeah, it was hot. Uh, I did take off my mask a couple of times to obviously rehydrate and also to eat lunch. So I, I didn't go without. I did take Mel's advice and I did hydrate and everything. So uh, I did try to keep myself from passing out and having my wife have to deal with that. So there was that. Uh, so on the way there, uh, I, I think I was... In a weird, I don't want to call it a trance, but I feel like I was having this like weird experience where like I knew where I was going and there was this huge part of me that was like this, like my inner child was like, oh my God, we're going back to Disneyland. Oh my God, we're going back to Disneyland. And at the same time, my brain was like, stop, what are you doing? Where are you going? Stop. <laughs> really, it was crazy because all day I kind of felt like that. Right. But we made it to the parking structure. Uh, the Oh, first of all, we were going to park in Toy Story because I heard that, you know, there's still no trams running. And I figured maybe I could just do the bus. That way, there's not a lot of walking, because after having not done it for a while, we did anticipate not feeling great, especially after how you all told us you felt going back for the first time. We couldn't figure out if the buses were running. And we couldn't get a confirmation. And so we thought, okay, let's just do the parking structure. It is what it is. Let's just go back to the structure. So we did. We got to the structure. It probably took us a good 40 minutes to get into the structure because the lines were so long. Wow. Uh, when, <laughs> when we were approaching uh, the kiosk in order to, to get our, our receipt for the parking, I just had music playing in the background. My phone was on random and uh, don't fear the reaper by blue oyster cult came on <laughs> just as we were getting like into the, the, <laughs> past the turn that I was going to call it the turnstile past the kiosk for the parking. And I thought that's an odd choice for you to throw at me right now. Universe. Why would you do that? <laughs> and then right after uh, uh, Run With The Herd from The Good Dinosaur came on. It was like the next song right after. And that's one of the songs that I, I've always listened to when, when I go out walking or, you know, when I was working out before. And it's just a really good feel-good song, especially for the moment in the film. 
and that came on next and i was like wait a second okay this is a good sign right because it's like very heroic and it's like boom move forward run with the herd and i was like (laughs) okay we're doing this we're doing this so we go we park we parked in the freaking itchy lot like all the way in the back (laughs) it was ridiculous how far they put us and so we had to walk all of that uh make it to uh the the security and i have to say everything went super smooth in security uh the way that they have it set up they not you can like rent your strollers and you can rent the little mm-hmm. buggies and everything underneath there i thought that was super great and the fact that you don't have to stand outside in the sun and you're underneath the structure fantastic move i commend yeah. them on that so what time did you get there hazen just, we, to, we got just there, to see so we got there just shortly after nine but then we didn't okay. make it to the like actual park until close to 10. And then, okay. of course, came the 17-hour walk to the front of the park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Security, absolute breeze. I think we made it through security in maybe like five minutes. They were moving really quickly. They were really efficient. All of the, all of the security posts were open. So we made it through really quickly. At that point, it was just a matter of how fast we could walk to the front of the park. Uh, honestly, it took us maybe a good 10 minutes to get there. I made sure to stretch the hammies and everything, you know, before we started walking. Yeah. So I didn't, <laughs> like, pull a, a muscle. I didn't think that I was going to feel it as much as I did. But really early on, I started feeling the pull in my legs, thinking like, mm-hmm. man, that's something I haven't done in a really long time. So yeah. make it to the front of the park. Uh, even getting into the turnstiles of the park probably took us like seven or eight minutes. The lines were fairly long. They went past the track of the monorail, but they were moving really, really quickly. So it, it took us mm-hmm. maybe like seven minutes from the point we stood in line to the point we were in the park. And um, like inside, the anticipation was just like, building and building because the closer I got like I could feel my heart racing and I would look at my watch and it would tell me like are you okay like your heart is racing right Aww. now are you okay <laughs> we finally get to the turnstile and then I walk in she scans it she took my picture and everything for the ticket and she said welcome back you're home I was like stop right Aww, now that's so and, sweet and like the turnstile <laughs> like it beeped I walked inside and I swear it it felt like like sparkles just started from my head and just kind of <laughs> shined and like rained down my body the moment that I walked through the turnstiles and I saw the big floral Mickey I heard all the familiar sounds and uh, I started to walk under the train tracks I stopped and I looked at the sign and I swear I almost lost it just looking at the sign and I just kind of stared. I took a picture. And as I walk through, I can't begin to describe the feeling that I had. <sighs> Sorry. <clears throat> <clears throat> like walking through into Main Street, it felt like nothing was wrong for the first time in over a year. I can relate to that. That's, that's perfect. Yeah, it's... It was a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was Disneyland's birthday. So, you know, every time that they have a, a birthday celebration, they always have like a special button and all sorts of like food offerings and everything. So 
Uh, I knew that they were going to do the birthday cavalcade. So uh, I told my wife, hey, you know, let's go ask at City Hall if, you know, what time the cavalcades are so that I can, you know, try to live stream it for the people that can't be here. And, you know, maybe we can get some buttons that we can like send out to people or something. Uh, and they had like a big like rolling cart full of buttons, but it was like the graduation and celebrating and all sorts of the regular buttons. Mm -hmm. But apparently they didn't make one for the 66th birthday, um, which was strange because the feeling in the park was just a regular Disney day. Like it really didn't feel like you were celebrating the park's birthday, you know? And I don't know if that was by design. I don't know if it was, um, honestly, I don't know. But it, it felt more like a regular Disney day than it did like Disneyland's birthday, the way that it has on other July 17th, right? So we, we didn't get a button. They told us what time the cavalcades were. And uh, we started walking uh, around towards the Emporium. I stopped in front of the firehouse. I looked up at the lamp. Ah, I'm just thinking about it again. Uh, and I just I got emotional again. My wife said, look, I want to get some some Mickey ears. Do you mind if we go to the Mad Hatter right there? That's on Main Street. And as we were walking, I get to essentially the middle of Main Street. Take a moment. You got this. So I get to the middle of Main Street and I look down and I see the castle. Dude, I can't even get through this right now. Um, I mean, I look down Main Street and I look at the castle and I'm telling you the exact same feeling of nothing being wrong. Just like it just came over me. Like I felt I think with um, with a lot of the stuff that I've had to go through in the last two years. um, It put me like in a mental state of this is this is happy before everything happened Mm -hmm. and we went and we got the mickey ears we started walking down main street and um you know we took a quick detour to get a locker because i knew i was gonna buy a bunch of stuff that day (laughs) but um you know we walked closer to the hub and the closer that we got, the more I could feel my heart beating. And it's just it was just racing the entire time. I mean, I wish I was better with words to explain to you and make it sound all flowery and poetic about how I felt on my on my day back. But like entering the park for the first time, looking down Main Street and then standing in front of the castle. Man, I, I've only ever felt like that, you know several other times in my life that extreme joy that just takes over your body and it just overcomes you it becomes you and part of the reason that i was saying um that it was a really mixed bag of emotions was because like in my heart there was nothing but happiness right but in my brain there was a Make sure you keep your distance. Make sure that you're keeping yourself safe. Make sure that you're doing this. Make sure that you're doing that. And so it was this internal struggle of trying to shut that voice up and just saying, like, enjoy yourself throughout the day <laughs> versus, like, overthinking things. And, uh, again, it, it's a real. it was – I realized a lot about myself that day, and I realized that the pandemic was much harder on me than I thought it was. 
You know, I, I realized that I thought I was okay. I became a bouncing board for a lot of people. And I feel like I ended up internalizing a lot of that. And being there was almost like the release valve, you know, being untightened and everything just started to come out that day. Which is good, I think, because I feel like maybe I needed that. Maybe I, I needed that, that yeah. pressure release in order to feel better. But I also realized that, it, and, and this was at no fault of Disneyland, because I think Disney can't do much about, you know, keeping people safe, especially when there aren't any rules in place from the state or anything that they have to follow. Like when Larry went, it was different, right? They had all these state mandates in place that said you had to keep six feet apart. They had stickers on the ground. They had plexiglass up. They had all sorts of stuff. Uh, when I went, they had none of that anymore. And because I I haven't felt healthy enough to venture off into the world, you know, I didn't feel comfortable enough going like you guys did. You know, you went without your mask and you felt great. You felt comfortable. And I want to get there. I want to get to the point where I'm comfortable enough and I feel healthy enough that I could just be like, all right, you know, take the mask off. Let's do this. Let's again. I trust the science and I want to make that clear. I trust the vaccine and I know that it can save lives. I know that it can prevent you from getting super sick. I continue wearing a mask because I still have to care for people that can't get vaccinated. And I health wise was not in a position to play with that. And I just want to, I want to make that clear. And now Disneyland, I think they did everything that they could even now with all the, like the stations that they had with the hand sanitizer to try to get people to feel safe. Uh, there were instances where I think people didn't make me feel safe. They were more the guests that were there, but they're still following mobile ordering. They're still, you know, doing what they can to keep people semi-distance when they're eating and, and everything. So on Disneyland side, I mean, if you're comfortable enough to go out in public, go for it. Right. I think it's absolutely mm -hmm. great if you can enjoy yourself the way that like Andrew and, and Mel did without their masks and everything. If you are apprehensive in any way, if you decide to go mask yourself up, you know, and just know that you might have moments that you're not going to feel safe. And I'll give you a, an example. <laughs> so, Larry, I went to New Orleans Square to get those metal cups because they are absolutely rad. And I thought, I need to have me one of those. So we went to go place the mobile order. And uh, my wife went to go stand in line to pick them up. I'm sitting in front of the train station, going through Instagram, trying to figure out, like, oh, maybe I'll post this picture. Because I took a whole bunch of pictures on my phone. Uh, and I'm trying to figure out, like, what am I going to post, right? Lady walks right in front of me. They had just picked up their drinks. Sneezes all over me. All this snot and, like, spit is on my phone from her sneezing. And I just look up in terror thinking, like, what the heck just happened right now? What just happened oh, right now? So uh, I took out, like, a, a hand sanitizer spray that I had in my backpack, wiped everything down, wiped my hands down, and tried to move on with my life. But, you know, it sprayed happened. Sprayed your face, sprayed your mouth, sprayed your ears. Yeah, my eyes, my <laughs> nose, my <laughs> mouth, everything, right? Yeah. Uh, so there right. were there were moments like that. You know, there was one time where we were trying to ride Snow White where uh, this group of three girls were having a conversation. And one of them was mocking all of the people wearing masks, including me. 
And she said to her friends, I still don't understand why people are wearing these masks, considering that it's all fake. I haven't been vaccinated, <laughs> and I've come to Disneyland three times already. It's not like they're checking or anything. And in my head, there was, like, an instant, like, I'm sorry, what? You know, like, if Ooh. you can imagine cartoons when, like, the <laughs> bulls, yeah. yeah, when the bull yeah. is shown, like, a red cloth or something, like, the smoke yeah. that comes out of their ears and everything yep. else, like, that was instantly me. And the I thought. The thermometer goes up and. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. But at exactly. the same time, I thought, was she also saying it just to troll everybody that was wearing the mask? Like, like was she being real yeah. Or was she trolling all of us just to get a reaction? I left it yeah, alone. Maybe she, she knew you were listening. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at that point, I let it go. Uh, we got into the attraction. And uh, I'll talk about all the sequence of attractions and everything. But, again, there's going to be moments that if you're not fully comfortable, you know, being out in public yet, take your mask. Do what you got to do to protect yourself. Um, but I, I don't want to say that I was okay with it. But... Part of the reason that I was, I guess I'm, I'll use the term, but I guess the reason I was okay with it is because after talking to other members of my family, uh, they basically said, look, if, if you're going to get it, you're going to get it regardless of where you go. You know, even if you're masked up, if you go to the grocery store, you could catch it at the grocery yeah. store. You could walk outside to get the mail and the mailman may have left a surprise for you floating around in the air and maybe you get it that way. So... In that context, I get it, but you could also get hit by a car. It doesn't mean I'm going to go stand in the middle of the street, right? So at least for the time being, I think I'm going to continue wearing a mask. I'm doing my best to feel more comfortable with not having to do it, but there's just a couple other things that, like, again, like once kids can get vaccinated, I think I'll feel much better and feel more open to just being without a mask in front of more people, but... uh, yeah, I mean, we got to the castle, and from there, we just decided, okay, well, the first character uh, cavalcade is going to be happening really soon. Should we go to an attraction? Should we wait? We decided to wait. We got some food. Like, Lynette went to go get a pretzel, and we sat down and waited because it was like a good half an hour for the, the first cavalcade to happen. Uh, we sat down in the hub. I got some some footage there that I... I I think I'm going to put up on YouTube because it was a better video than what ended up on Instagram on IGTV. Uh, So we did that. We went down to Main Street. So we chased the parade. We went down to Main Street, caught the video there. And then once that was over, we decided to start writing some attractions. Headed over to Big Thunder Mountain. That was the first thing that had a really, really low uh, wait time. Uh, Everything was... Uh, ranging between 35 minutes to just over an hour. Uh, We had missed the first Rise of the Resistance to try to get the boarding pass. We did not get it uh, during the 7 o'clock run, so we had to wait again until noon for our second attempt. So while I was filming the cavalcade, Lynette was right next to me trying to get a boarding pass. Boom, she got it. And I thought, this nice. is awesome because I'm <laughs> finally going to get a chance to do Rise of the Resistance. This is fantastic. So I figured if I do nothing else, if I get to do Rise <laughs> of the Resistance, and yes, that includes even Haunted Mansion. If I got to do Rise of the Resistance, I would have felt like my trip was worth it because I've been waiting to get on that attraction for so long at this point. 
That's so, how I felt the same the same trip. We felt, awesome. I felt the same way because I hadn't been on it as well. That's awesome. So uh, we decided to look at all the attractions. We look and see that Big Thunder has like a 30-minute wait by this uh, at this time, right? So we book it to Big Thunder. We stand in line. It was not a 30-minute wait. It was maybe between 15 to 20. And nice. uh, we got on. Nice. I decided to put some of the tech in place at that point and i actually took the camera out and i recorded the roller coaster thing <laughs> i know that there's tons of footage of big thunder already everywhere and i didn't need to do it but there's a part of me that felt complete taking video and or photos for the first time at disneyland in a really freaking long time <laughs> and so understandable <laughs> yeah so i take the video get off big thunder and like the first thing that comes to mind is like remember dinosaurs like baby sinclair like i get off mm-hmm. the ride i'm like again <laughs> and so at, we were trying to decide like what we were going to do next because like some of the other attractions were kind of still like 20 25 minutes or whatever the case was and uh we decided to head over to haunted mansion because there was a couple of things that I wanted to get. There was uh, a limited time sipper, a Jack Skellington sipper that we wanted to get. And then we wanted to get the metal cups that were in the mint julep location that I wanted to make sure we got. There was also the boats for the Jungle Cruise that we wanted to get at um, Tropical Hideaway. So it was a shopping day. We were trying to find some stuff for our kids and it was crazy. But at that point, we decided, oh, mansion is only like 20 minutes. Let's go to mansion. <laughs> so everything else was at like 45, 50 minutes. Like Pirates was just over an hour at that point. And we thought how this is happening with mansion. I don't know. But we booked it to mansion. Right. So we're yeah. getting in line for mansion. <laughs> and the the um, the cast member that's at the front says, are you OK with stairs? Come this way. If you just want to do the stretching room, come this way. I was like, no, I want to get on as quickly as possible. I'm good with stairs. Let's do the stairs. <laughs> and so they send us off to the mausoleum. We go down the stairs. I take a picture with at least one of the portraits when they weren't ushering us through as quickly as possible. We get into the hall. You know, I see all of the new additions and it looks fantastic. Board the doom buggy. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's happening. 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 (laughs) And I'm super excited. Right. So we get into the mansion. And at this point, I don't have anything. I I put my cameras away. I put my phone away. I have nothing. I thought, okay, I am going to follow what all three of you said. I'm going to try to enjoy this one. No cameras. Soak it in. Here we go. Let's do this. And so <laughs> the the attraction begins. Ooh, ooh, hallway. Oh, it felt so nice seeing the floating candle. <laughs> We're going uh, into the observatory, and then we get stuck in the hallway, staring at a door. I guess because they were, you know, doing. Uh, uh, wheelchair access so they had to stop the yeah. attraction for a little bit so we wait a little bit and then we kind of make it to leota everything so far looks so much brighter looks so much better the new lights Absolute. that they added just oh they nailed it that hallway looks amazing i had right no idea by the way that there was a door next to the 13th hour clock to the left of it, there is a oh, door there yeah, that, that I had never seen before because it wasn't ever lit. And for no, the first like time, I saw this door. And I thought, 
I just learned something new about the mansion. This is amazing. So then we make it into Leota. Oh, so yeah. much brighter. So pretty. <laughs> it looks so good. I like. I was in awe at how, how glowy everything was. It looked a lot more spooky. I loved it. Like the addition of black lights and the new paint jobs that everything had. I don't know what they did. They moved the spell book and that kind of bothered me a little bit. But whatever. We'll get past that. So we go around Leota and we make it to uh, the ballroom. And uh, I'm looking down. Everything just looks great. Uh, it doesn't look like they made many additions to this area other than kind of spruce it up a bit. But I did see a lot more ghosts flying out of the pipe organ. Something that I haven't seen yeah. <laughs> as bright as they were this time around in a very long time, if ever. So... I have to tell you that all of the enhancements and all of the additional lighting, especially some of the new lighting that they did have in the ballroom, uh, I think is going to help the Haunted Mansion Holiday stuff so much more. I think it, the, the, the Haunted Mansion Holiday stuff is going to look so cool this year. Uh, we may get into the attic, so many more lights, a lot of the things in the attic, you could see them for the first time, even the stuff in the back. I thought, why is my camera put away? And I thought, wait, because I'm enjoying this, I'm enjoying this, I'm enjoying this. I can't, I, you know, I, I can't do any pictures. Don't do it. I enjoy the attic, the bride. Still looks like the bride. They didn't do nothing to that one. They <laughs> still waiting to get fixed. But then we make it to Hattie. And I'm like, yo, they lit you up a little more, bro. Because he had uh -huh. a lot more lights around him. The attic, the rooftop looked so much better. It was nicely lit. Uh, there was at least one point in the effect that I thought maybe they overlit it a little bit. But overall, it just looked amazing. Fall out of the attic. We're falling backwards. Ah, and then we make it to Silas. And he's a little further in. But I think it just helped because the way that he was lit now, kind of the way that you turned, only like half of his face was lit. And it made it look like he was like peeking through uh, a little more afraid. Mm. So I don't know if that mm. was on purpose. But if it was, oof, amazing detail. I, perfect. Make it into the graveyard. And oh, loud. <laughs> it face. was gorgeous wow. there's there's a guy on tiktok that i follow his catchphrase is gorgeous and that's exactly <laughs> how i felt going through the mansion in the graveyard everything was so brightly lit everything was these beautiful blues and purples and all of the characters just popped out of the scene it looks like they added stuff in the background like trees and everything so that you couldn't see the walls and the ceiling that you could see before uh in the mausoleum like uh it just oh i can still see it in my head it was beautiful mm -hmm. make it through the hitchhiking ghosts a lot brighter than they used to be it looks like they got a little sprucing up as well we get off of the attraction and uh uh, I, I, I felt complete because now I knew I was going to get on Rise and I got on Haunted Mansion. So now I'm like, oh, my God, like this, this is fantastic. This feels great. So we get off of the mansion and uh, I, I'll, I'll tell you the story in the after show. But we get off and a cast member is outside. Uh, so quick shout out to Kyle because Kyle gave us a little extra Disney magic 
we got to write again. Nice. And oh, I, so back to back, got to ride the mansion. This time, he said, you want to do stretching room or you want to do like the stairs? So I was like, let's do the stretching room. So we did the stretching room. So I got the full experience the second time around. We were next in line. Didn't have to stand in the one-hour line in the sun. Sorry for everybody that did at that point. <clears throat> got to experience it again. Got off. And then we thought, okay, next attraction or should we eat lunch? I mean, I, I was feeling... You know, a little off. I felt like I needed to eat already. And so we took a break. We got some stuff to drink. That's when we went to go get the mint juleps. And some lady tried to, like, kill me by sneezing all over me. Uh, I made it through at that point. So thankfully, I'm still here. Walked back to the lockers to, to drop off the cups and the Jack Skellington sippers that we got. Uh, I ended up getting a couple because I wanted to have an extra one to possibly auction off for our next Team Boat Willie event because uh, really soon we're going to be doing Walk for Hope in support of women's cancers, and I wanted to have a couple of items ready to go for that. So I bought an extra Jack Sipper, uh, and we're going to have that up for auction very soon. So keep an eye on Instagram. All the details will be on there. Uh, so we get that. Uh, we thought about doing like Winnie the Pooh and all sorts of other stuff, but instead we decided to just walk around, just try to enjoy the park, sit down in a couple of different places, and that's what we did. We we didn't go really at all into Tomorrowland. We kind of sat around and listened to the sounds and people watch for a little bit. Um, it also had to do with the fact that it didn't feel great. Um, walking around for so long after having not done it in over a year, at least mm-hmm. not to that yeah. capacity. Um, so, yeah, we definitely had to take breaks. And so we did that, try to stay hydrated, waited a little bit. And then we said, OK, well, before we actually go get our, our real food, because all we had was like drinks and everything, uh, we decided to get some like pizza and some stuff from like Red Rose Tavern. Um, but before we did that, we placed our mobile order and then we went to Snow White. Because it was the other attraction that I know got really plussed up that I wanted to, to see. Oh, man. Yep. Such a great job. All of the projections, yeah. all of the lighting, all of the painting, Imagineering. Oh, wow. It looks so mm-hmm. good. Look, I'm going to say something that not a lot of people are going to like. And it's going to sound a little controversial to some. But they did a better job plussing this one than they did with Alice. I'm sorry, but they did. Okay, this just yeah. looks so much better than what they did to Alice. And Alice looked great when they like mm-hmm. when they plussed it up. Okay. So we did Alice. We went and got our food. By the time that we ate, it was almost time for our boarding pass. And so we thought, okay, well, let's go to Galaxy's Edge. We'll walk around there. We'll sit around, maybe watch the Kylo Ren show or something. Uh, Lynette wanted some blue milk. We went shopping for a little bit, trying to find some stuff for the boys. And finally, the time came. We got the alert that the boarding pass was ready. And so we head over to Rise of the Resistance. Uh, we, we get into the attraction. The entire queue stunning i love the waterfall Mm -hmm. i love the sounds i love just how they built the entire thing up you're walking through the queue you see the 16th wonder of the universe or the galaxy the backside of alien water um (laughs) then you walk through the queue they have all sorts of cool (laughs) tech everywhere 
We make it to the waiting benches room. Benches built in. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes. Point out. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lots of benches. There, there <laughs> are like the a lot of benches. And I, I think I like that if benches. there was a line, uh, it would have been great because standing around, mm-hmm. you know, it definitely helps when you have all those benches. Uh, thankfully, we didn't have to because we were just walking pretty much all the way through into the holding nice. room before you get into the attraction. We see the little pre-show, BB-8, Ray. They do their whole thing. Oh, man, the excitement. My excitement level is like <laughs> at like 200 <laughs> out of 11 at this point, right? So we make it out of the pre-show. We make it into the vehicle. And at this point, I'm like, I can't. I have to get video of this. Like, I can't not get video of this. So I didn't even set up the stupid gimbal. Like, I'm like hand holding the phone the entire time. <laughs> like, my arm hurt from like holding it up the entire time. <laughs> we do like the, you know, when you get caught and everything, you're on the ship and blah blah blah. Like, they take you on board, and then we entered the room with all of the troopers. And holy, yep. I have to just. Woo! Yep. That room was phenomenal. <laughs> like just entering that mm-hmm. room, the way that they set it up, you kind of look at those the big screens in the background and it looks like you're in space and oh, I almost cursed right now. They did a great job <laughs> of just decorating that area. Like all the pictures that I've seen on Instagram and all the videos did none of it justice. Like seeing yep. it in person is the way to go with that room. I I yes yes all the yes for that room (laughs) so we get in we get onto the attraction and everything I think was working Andrew I'll show you the video soon but everything like the the Kylo's lightsaber Kylo like all of the things I think were working from what I remember seeing in the video um that's awesome yeah and we got off of the attraction and like Lynette and I just look at each other like Oh my God. Oh mm-hmm. my God. Again. Again. <laughs> right? And I mean, by this Good point, luck. there is no again because <laughs> right. there's no other boarding pass. Like, you just have to come back yeah. another day. But you get one of the VIP tours. Oh, I yeah. guess you could, right? I guess you could. Hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Huh. Pro tip if you yeah, want to get right. to the front, pay, pay the several hundred dollars for one of the VIP tours. Yeah, that's the only way. There, there's your fast pass. <laughs> So, so we we get off of Rise. By then, uh, I before we got on Rise, I wasn't feeling well. Like I I was starting to feel like some of the effects of walking around a lot and everything. And I thought, okay, I'm gonna try to you know live through this. I I we're here, we're in the moment. Let's let's just try to get through it. But by the time we got off Rise, we walked around, we did some more shopping, um. And by then it really hit me and I thought, okay, I need to sit down for a while or we need to start thinking about heading home already because I'm just not feeling great. So we decided to finalize all of our shopping. We we tried to get on Jungle Cruise because we wanted to see all of the, the new stuff that they added. But by the time that we got to Adventureland after Rise, the wait was like over an hour for the Jungle Cruise. Wow. And then on top of that, the the wait to get into the tropical hideaway just for us to get the little boats took us over an hour so we decided to not oh ride jungle cruise because it took us forever to get into tropical hideaway and after that uh i said i i can't stand around anymore like i'm i'm done 
if we walk anymore, I'm not going to be able to walk to the car because I knew that we still had to walk back to the parking structure. Uh, by then, it was like 730-ish, though, and the park was going to close at 10 or 9 or something. Uh, we didn't get a chance to ride Pirates because every time that we checked Pirates, it was also 50 minutes plus to get on the attraction. And uh, we wanted to do Indy. That was also really long, so Lynette was disappointed we didn't get a chance to do Indy. But overall, I, I don't know. I left that day, although I had moments where I felt like I was having these like micro panic attacks because of situations, and there was times that I, I like I've never been a really claustrophobic person, but there were times where I felt really anxious about having so many people so close to me at one time. Um, I have to admit that I had so much fun. I mean, whenever I could set aside and separate myself from how I was feeling, how mentally uh, I felt that, you know, I, I, I kept telling myself, you know, that I was ready and I was trying to convince myself and psych myself up. Uh, obviously I wasn't fully ready because I, I don't think I would have had those struggles throughout the day fighting with myself, you know, but overall, I think I was able to overcome most of it. I think I was able to have fun. Uh, it was absolutely an amazing experience. Uh, even, even now I just think of how I felt walking down main street and just how I felt walking into the turnstiles and hearing all the sounds. And I, it was just magical. I mean, I can't, I know it sounds cliche to, to use the word magical when it comes to a Disney experience, but it just, it, it, it made me feel, like I said, like things were just close to as normal as they can be again. And because let's face it, it it's not normal. You know, we're, I don't think we're ever fully going to get to how we were before things went south last year. I think we're going to always deal with stuff like this in one way or another. It's just a matter of adjusting, you know, how, how we live our life and, you know, being as careful as we can, getting vaccinated, all that stuff. But, man, I, I'm so glad that I decided to still go because even the morning of, I was, I was ready to call the Audible and say, you know, call Mel and see if she'll go with you today. But, man, I'm just I'm so glad that I, that I just said, screw it, let's do this, and, and that I went. Um, I don't think I'm fully ready to jump into humaning again on a normal basis, <laughs> but, uh, I think this was a really good step because some people are like, I'm going to the movies. Like how many people were there? Six people. Right. Andrew, like the whole theater yep, was like you much. and six people. <laughs> and I'm all like, Oh yeah. Hold my drink. Tens of thousands of people around me. So, you know, <laughs> do it big or go home, well, I first... guess. Baby steps. Yeah, first step yeah. is always the hardest. Talk yeah. about baby steps, right? <laughs> that it, right. that was baby the equivalent steps, of like, oh, you steps. don't know how to swim? Here, here's the deep end for you. Learn. Push. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, now you just got to start. Now you got to start endurance training so we, next time you go, you can get the longer days and the, lo you know. Start, oh, dude. You know, for walking, real. Walking, 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 walking. I'm Pound so glad. Yeah, I'm so glad that we took your advice and we had some ibuprofen with us because it certainly helped with continuing to be able to walk during the day. I'm I'm telling you, I this especially yesterday 
And even today, like, my hammies are sore, dude. They're burning. Mm -hmm. They're like, what did you do? How dare you treat us like this? <laughs> Haven't we been good to you? And no, they have not. Yeah. I. It, it was... <sighs> yeah. You had fun and you learned something along the way. Yeah. yeah. I, I learned stuff about myself. About yourself. Yeah. <clears throat> learned stuff about myself. Whether it's good or bad, you know, call it whatever, but, you know, I... It's something. Again, I, you know, I, I didn't think that I was struggling as much with everything going on until getting ready to go to the park but uh i'm glad that i'm past it uh i'm not exactly ready to go like next weekend again uh but i am prepared to try to schedule another day to go but this time to dca to head over to avengers campus and everything and i'm i'm ready that's good yeah. there was magic you said it even yeah. though i don't think it's cliche you know no. if there's tell me something in the world that when you walk in gets you that much motion and then I'll say, what did you feel? You probably felt magic. So there you go. I don't think it's cliche at all. And I'm glad you had that moment at least because that's the will inside of you that will keep you going for the next thing to be. So even something you have more passion about, if you ask me, is Marvel. So, yeah, we, we'd love to see you get to DCA next. That's the yeah. goal. Yeah, that's the goal. I'm hoping to do that soon. So I'll keep you guys posted on when we get tickets for the next time that we go. But it's definitely I don't coming. know if you'll have that same. Yeah. I don't know if you'll have that same feeling walking through and seeing <laughs> Carthay Circle. I don't know if that has, just brings the same emotion. Maybe maybe it's when you walk in and see uh, see Oswald. Loki. Yeah, or, yeah, or walk into Avengers Campus and see Thor or something. There you no. go. When, just I just giant, like, when I see the giant arc reactor on the floor, I might reactor. just get down on my knees that's and start right. kissing the damn thing. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. There At you night. go. That might, that's you might learn something At else night. about yourself that time. <laughs> yeah, that one might be more disturbing, though. <laughs> uh well that was my that was my disneyland report uh not as, definitely not as fluffy and as fully happy as yours was uh definitely a much different experience for me overall but like you said larry the magic was there um i it's definitely something i'm gonna hold uh very close to my heart for a long time and it, it is gonna keep me going at least until the next time that we can head down to the park. Uh, and, you know, to anybody listening that has been apprehensive to do anything, um, I, again, I, I guess we all have to take a step at some point. I, again, I didn't realize that I was struggling so much with it. Uh, I've always been a very extroverted person, and I've always been, you know, the first person to get into a group of people and just start chatting and, you know, whatever. And... I, I don't know. I think this last year just uh, I, I don't want to say that it fully changed me. I don't think it really did because ultimately I still want to hang out with all of my friends. I still want us to all be able to get together and hang out and have a drink or whatever at some point. But it, it did, I think, mess with my brain, you know, and now that's just something that I have to work at getting past in order to feel more comfortable you know, just getting together with anybody at this point, because, uh, again, it's, I, yeah. I want to be clear. I trust the science, but my brain is the one holding me back right now. And that's just something that I'm going to have to deal with somehow and maybe get some help for well, it. I don't know. Like you said, once your kids, once the kids can get it, 
you're you think they'll they'll be a they'll be a threshold where once they get it you'll i know you'll feel more confident yeah. you'll feel more comfortable Definitely. i'm sure of it Definitely. and it's coming it's coming at least for one of them yeah Hopefully yeah. both of them soon by the end of the year. That would be great. Crossing wonderful. my fingers. Crossing my fingers that we can do Christmas in the parks again with both of them vaccinated. Woohoo! Picture in front of the, the tree. Right Send now. it as a Christmas card. Oh, for <laughs> real. Oh, man. I can't even begin to tell you how much I would love that right now. So that's <laughs> it. That's going to wrap it up. Any closing words before Cue we that music. put this baby to bed? Nope. All right, that's it. FGP Squad, (laughs) we'll see you on the other side of the music. We'll see you over on Patreon for the after show. Everyone else, if you are interested in the after show, make sure to head over to pocketeers.com slash FGP for more information. There you'll find a link uh, for Patreon in case that you want to sign up. And that's it. Until next time, keep dreaming, keep moving forward, and always remember to pass on the magic. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Bye. See ya. For all time, always.